0: Welcome back to the Youth Bible One Year, day 303. Today we're talking about your key to life. And we're going to be answering the question of what is the key to getting our life sorted out? And what's our key to understanding the Bible? And also, what's our key to understanding God's character? We're going to find out all the answers in our Bible passages for today.
1: Madonna said, when I was growing up, Jesus Christ was like a movie star, my favourite idol of all. Napoleon Bonaparte said, I know men, and I tell you that Jesus Christ is no mere man. Novelist H.G. Wells said, I am a historian, and I'm not a believer, but this penniless preacher from Galilee is irresistibly the centre of history. Even people who would not describe themselves as followers of the penniless preacher recognize that there is something extraordinary about Jesus. No one, not even angels, can compare to Jesus. If you want to know what God is like, look at Jesus. He said, Anyone who's seen me has seen the Father. Everything you read and understand about God through the Bible needs to be read through the lens of Jesus. He is the ultimate revelation of God. Your key to getting your life sorted out is Jesus. Your key to understanding the Bible is Jesus. Your key to understanding God's character is Jesus. Your key to life is Jesus. From Psalm 119
0: The unfolding of your words gives light. It gives understanding to the simple. Turn to me And have mercy on me, as you always do to those who love your name. Direct my footsteps according to your word. Let no sin rule over me. Make your face shine on your servant, and teach me your decrees.
1: Jesus provides cleansing from our sins. Reading the Bible is, in some ways, like looking in a mirror with a very bright light. The unfolding of your words gives light. The light reveals what is wrong with our life and what we need to have cleaned up. It reveals the things that cause a barrier between us and God. This barrier was removed when Jesus provided cleansing for your sins. Through Jesus you can be confident that God's face will shine upon you. Pray like the psalmist, Turn to me and have mercy on me, as you always do to those who love your name. Direct my footsteps according to your word. Let no sin rule over me. Redeem me from human oppression, that I may obey your precepts. Make your face shine upon your servant. The psalmist's prayer foreshadows the great act of Jesus in providing purification for sins. Through Jesus, always turn to God with confidence, knowing that he will have mercy, as you always do, of those who love your name lord thank you for jesus thank you for your mercy may no sin rule over me keep me from pride anger lust greed envy prayerlessness rivalry and all the other temptations of life i pray that you would make your face shine upon me today new testament from hebrews 1 in the past
0: God spoke to our ancestors through the prophets at many times and in various ways. But in these last days, he has spoken to us by his Son, whom he appointed heir of all things, and through whom also he made the universe. The Son is the radiance of God's glory and the exact representation of his being, sustaining all things by his powerful word. After he had provided purification for sins, He sat down at the right hand of the majesty in heaven, so he became as much superior to the angels as the name he has inherited is superior to theirs. For to which of the angels did God ever say, You are my son, today I have become your father. Or again, I will be his father, and he will be my son. And again, when God brings his firstborn into the world, he says, Let all God's angels worship him. But about the son, he says, your throne, O God, will last forever and ever. A scepter of justice will be the scepter of your kingdom. Are not all angels ministering spirits sent to serve those who will inherit salvation?
1: Jesus is superior to angels. Jesus is unique and he's all you need. As Eugene Peterson points out, you do not need Jesus and angels. You do not need Jesus and Moses. You do not need Jesus and priesthood. This letter deletes the hyphens, the add-ons. All you need is Jesus. The book of Hebrews is all about who Jesus is and how he's better and greater than any other being, teaching or religious system. It opens with a comparison between Jesus and the Old Testament prophets. It explains the wonderful truth of how God spoke through the prophets and then describes how Jesus is even better. He is the heir of all things. He was involved in creation. He is the ultimate revelation of God. He is your sustainer and he is your redeemer. The reason for all of this lies in who Jesus is. Jesus is the radiance of God's glory and the exact representation of his being. As the message puts it, he perfectly mirrors God and is stamped with God's nature Jesus came to sort out our lives after he had provided purification for sins he sat down at the right hand of the majesty in heaven sitting down symbolizes the fact that his work was finished there have always been people who can't accept this truth today some argue that Jesus was just a great religious teacher and nothing more in a similar way At the time of this letter, some people were arguing that Jesus was just an angel. The writer of Hebrews says, So he became as much superior to the angels as the name he has inherited is superior to theirs. He then goes on to argue the superiority of Jesus over the angels. There are nearly 300 references to angels in the Bible. What do we know about them? In this passage, we see that angels worship and serve God. They're God's messengers. They are spiritual beings who serve Christians. They're sent to serve those who will inherit salvation. Angels are nearer than you think. They guard and protect you. God has given his angels charge of you to guard you in all your ways. For example, an angel strengthened Jesus at Gethsemane. Each church has one, but Jesus is far greater the writer of Hebrews sets out seven passages from Old Testament scriptures to show the superiority of Jesus over the angels. All these passages are more than the answer to anyone who says that Jesus was only an angel, more likely today a great religious teacher. The peak of the argument is in Hebrews one eight, About the Son. he says, your throne, O God. This is an outright ascription of divinity to Jesus. Jesus is the one whose identity is God. Lord, thank you that you send angels to guard and protect us. Thank you that they serve us. But thank you even more for Jesus, who is far superior to all angels. Old Testament, from Lamentations 3-5 to Let us examine our ways. And test them, and let us return
0: to the Lord. Let us lift up our hearts and our hands to God in heaven. You, Lord, reign forever. Your throne endures from generation to generation. Restore us to yourself, Lord, that we may return. Renew our days as of old.
1: Jesus is the anointed Messiah. The writer of Lamentation says, Let us lift up our hearts and our hands. The lifting of hearts and hands seems to go together in prayer. Raising hands in prayer is not eccentric or weird. It's the traditional form of prayer in both the Old Testament and New Testament. The writer calls the people to pray and says, Let's take a good look at the way we're living and reorder our lives under God. This is an important discipline in a life of faith. Ask God to reveal if there are any areas of your life that you need to change. If there are, then return to God in confession and repentance. Now you know that you will be forgiven and your relationship with God will be restored because of what Jesus has done for you. This passage, like so many others in the Old Testament, points forward to Jesus. The writer of Lamentation says, You, O Lord, reign forever. Your throne endures from generation to generation. The writer of Hebrews says of Jesus, Your throne, O God, will last forever. Therefore, God, your God, has set you above your companions by anointing you with the oil of joy. Jesus is God's anointed one, the Christ, the Messiah. He is the one to whom all the scriptures point. People of God were expecting the Lord's anointed. The rite of lamentation speaks of the Lord's anointed. The Hebrew word for anointed one is Messiah." from which we get the word Messiah. He goes on to say, To you also the cup will be passed. Jesus spoke of the cup he would drink. Jesus was alluding to the cup of God's wrath against sin. God's anger is not like ours. It contains no element of spite, pettiness or hypocrisy. It is the reaction of a holy and loving God towards sin. Passages like this help us to understand how serious our sin is in God's sight and how amazing it is on the cross, Jesus bore the wrath of God for you and me. The prophet sees that they are cut off from God by their sin. You have covered yourself with a cloud so that no prayer can get through. This is the barrier that Jesus removed when he drank the cup of God's wrath and provided purification for sins. This is the answer to the prayer of the writer of Lamentations when he prayed, Restore us to yourself, O Lord, that we may return. Renew our days as of old. Because of Jesus, the anointed one, and the one who drank the cup, God's presence is no longer covered with a cloud, and your prayers can get through to him. You can lift up your heart and your hands to God. He will restore you and renew you. Although there are many words about judgment in the Bible, they can be read through the lens of Jesus, who revealed the true character of God and provided purification for your sins. Father, thank you for Jesus. Thank you that I can know and understand who you are through Jesus. Thank you that the key to life is in Jesus. Pepper adds, Hebrews 1 verse 7 says, In speaking of the angels, he says, He makes his angel wings, his servants flames of fire. And in verse 14, he says, Are not all angels ministering spirits sent to serve those who will inherit salvation? I have heard of unexplainable stories of rescue and remarkable intervention that may well have been an angel. It is hugely encouraging to know that there are Angels descending from heaven, flying around, helping those who are in desperate need of God.
0: Let's pray. Lord, thank you that you are the key to life. Thank you that you give me the Holy Spirit to walk with you and walk like you in this world. Lord, I'm sorry for where I haven't trusted you. Forgive me. Help me today to trust in you and to believe that my key to life is you. My key to happiness is through you. And my key to everything is you. I pray this in Jesus' name. Amen.